To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Welcome into another edition of Financially Fit Podcast with Kyle Hammersmith, President and Investment Advisor Representative at Mocan Financial, serving you in Kansas City and Wichita. You can find Kyle usually at his main office in Overland Park, but he's also out there in Wichita as well. Check us out online at mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com. And while you're there, make sure you not only pick up some good tools, tips, and resources from the website, but you also subscribe to the podcast. You'll see the little link there and just click on that. And uh, whether you use iTunes or uh, Google Play or whatever, check us out and subscribe to get past episodes as well as future ones. Kyle, buddy, welcome in. How are you this one? I'm just great. This is a nice Friday afternoon here in uh, kansas and it looks like uh, we're getting ready to get some nice weather this weekend so oh nice very cool well nice weather always is good on the weekend it seems as though uh for me it felt like a lot of times i kept saying it's like it's gonna stop raining on the weekend just not on the weekend rain <laughs> during the week but you know it is what it is all right hey listen so uh, here's our topic this week we want to talk about some five simple retirement questions but maybe they're not always so simple you know at, at first blush these sound as though we could maybe take a few minutes on it and go yes or no. People might think that, but as you know, that's not going to be the case. So it's a little trickier than it just sounds again at first blush because there's so many little facets and variables that can go into it. So I'm going to give you five questions here and you just give us kind of a why you might want to think about this and not just rush to say, you know, yes or no to some of these. Okay. Okay. All right. So clearly deciding when to take Social Security kind of tops the list. Now, people will say, well, yes, I want to take Social Security. Okay, great. But deciding when to take it is not just so cut and dried. It shouldn't just automatically assume that you should take it at 62, even though you can, because there could be other reasons why, depending on your plan, how it could maybe be more beneficial if you did delay it. Yeah. So Social Security is a very hot topic. I actually even teach class. (laughs) Um, how to maximize it. Right. But most, most people just feel like, you know, looking at my statement, here's my three options. You know, what if I pass away earlier? Should I take it, you know, at 62, wait till the question is, do I take it earlier? Do I take it late? Right. Um, And it's, it comes basically down to a math decision from there, depending on your situation. The biggest thing is understanding how social security is taxed differently as far as tax preference money versus how your other incomes are taxed in retirement. That's the biggest thing to understand. And then maybe understanding some break-even points. You know, if you're single or if you're married, that's important to also know. Yeah, I think the break-even points is a good topic, the way you brought that up there, because I think that's what a lot of people do, is they just look at it and go, well, for whatever reason, I'm turning it on at 62, like I mentioned before, just because I can. And or they say, I'm turning it on 62 because I want to get it before it's all gone or whatever kind of thought thought Mm -hmm. process you've had. But sometimes sitting down and letting the math kind of help you decide can go a long way because you may see that it may make sense to turn it on at 62 or it may make sense and provide you with a considerable amount of additional income if you can wait. Correct. I mean, I always look at it like there's a wall of light switches and if you flick one, eight other switches go off. So you (laughs) have to find that right combination that's right for you, not necessarily what's right for somebody else's 
Does that make sense? No, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And I think that's why it sounds as though it can be a simple answer, but it really isn't when you're talking about five simple retirement questions that can get a little bit more difficult when you really start to dissect them. All right, so let's move to number two, designing a truly diversified portfolio. Now, a lot of people, Kyle, as you know, wind up getting into the situation where they say, yes, I'm absolutely diversified because I have X number of stocks and X number of mutual funds. But that really isn't being diversified. Yeah, I get that all the time. I always ask people, you know, what do you like best about your current plan? And a very common answer they write in is, I feel like I'm diversified. So, you know, what does diversified mean to you? Could be different to somebody. You know, are you too diversified? Are you not diversified enough? I always tell tell people just because you can't you can't just sprinkle some magical diversification dust on your money and think everything's going to work out just fine, because you know, when you're truly diversified, yeah, it looks great, you know, in, in bull markets, but then if you kind of break everything down in bear markets, you know, does the diversified portfolio, is that the answer? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. And everybody looks like a genius when the markets are on the rise. So it's, yeah. it's much easier to do. Um, and a lot of times what happens is overlap too, right? Because it tends to be a lot of times, a lot of mutual funds tend to be large cap. And so you wind up basically just having a lot of the same stuff. You know, if you have five Correct. or six different mutual funds, you wind up finding out that, for example, we'll just use Microsoft. Like, for example, you've got Microsoft in all five funds. So if, you know, if there's a downturn or whatever's going on, let's say like the end of December of 18, right? Well, all of those are going to drop and you're kind of scratching your head wondering why because you're thinking you're diversified. And it's like, well, the largest contributor of those mutual funds was all Microsoft, for example. And then yep. bada boom. So, okay. So uh, what about 401k? Same kind of thing, right? So picking funds, a lot of times we just figure, well, I picked a target date fund. I'm set for 2040. So I should be good, right? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. 401ks can be a little tricky, depending on your plan administrator, some are better than others. And a lot of times people just kind of come down to it. So it comes down to the water cooler chatter, you know, Hey, I'm in these X, Y, Z mutual funds because they've done the best the last 10 years. So I'm, I have my money in those, you know, sometimes people have too much money sitting on the sidelines. So picking those funds in your 401k, it's not really ideal just because there, there is some limits on those is what you can get and can't get. And nobody likes to be, you know, have limited investment choices. But what I always tell people is, you know, as a personal investor, sometimes less choices are better because that way you're not overly confused. So, you know, deciding to pick where you're at and what you're at, you got to make sure that, you know, you're just you're keeping those emotions out of your portfolio and, you know, just working with what you have and taking, you know, doing the best with what you can. And then sometimes even in that 401k, it does make sense to, you know, put what you can in there and then also trying to pick some funds on the outside of your 401k that will kind of work together with that. Well, okay. So speaking of that's number four here on our five simple questions, doing a 401k rollover. Now, a lot of people are like, yes, I want to do one because I've heard I get more options to your point a second ago. Mm -hmm. But again, you need to have the conversation first because while... You tell me if I'm wrong here, but while more often than not, doing a rollover is probably good or okay, there are times when it may not make the right sense. It just depends on where it's going, I guess, and right. who you're sitting down with. And the cost of doing that, is it a higher fee? Is it a commissionable product? Is it in your best interest? You, all, I mean, if your 401k is covered by ERISA, like, 
your plan is supposed to act as a fiduciary, but sometimes taking it out, you're moving it into a, a non-fiduciary advised account, or maybe you're doing it on your own. I don't know. So doing a 401k rollover is is one of the reasons why they actually came out with that. They brought back to life the fiduciary rule in 2016 because there was a large, a lot of money was coming out of employer-sponsored plans into the private sector, and it wasn't always in your best interest to do that. So that's just something to also think about when before you do that rollover. Yeah, some good points there. You're listening to the Financially Fit Podcast with Kyle Hammerschmidt here. We're talking about five simple retirement questions that aren't always so simple. And Kyle, we're going to finish with this last one here. And this one definitely is not simple. I don't think it even, I don't even know why I wound up putting on this on the simple retirement questions because I don't think it is. But it's simple in the fact that I th- you, you've got to address it, but most of us don't because of whatever morbid fear we have, whatever the deal is, we just put our head in the sand. But addressing the cost of nursing home, stay, long-term care, whatever you want to call it, yes, you should be addressing it, but it's not just simply a cut and dried answer. This one's pretty complex. Yeah. I mean, it feels like this is on everybody's minds, but we're not necessarily planning for it. Never going to happen to me, right? However, I do find that the people that that I meet that have already taken care of this issue have experienced it in their life, whether it was with parents, grandparents, for family, friends, I don't know. They've just experienced it and they're like, holy smokes, you know, this is really important. I don't want to put somebody in this position to have to pay for this or take care of me or this is not how I want someone to remember me by. So it's my job to kind of walk them through or at least address it and discuss it to see if it's, you know, something that could fit into their plan. Well, all of these things, you know, again, we say all the time on the program, make sure that if you have some questions or concerns about these, that you are talking with a financial professional before you take any action, always bounce ideas off of them, sit down, have a plan together that's cohesive for you that's going to work. And if you need help, Kyle is here to help you with that. You can reach out to him at Mocan Financial by going to the website, which is mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com, and you spell it M-O-K-A-N. Make sure you share this with family, friends. If you're already a client, uh, you know someone who might could use some help. Share that with folks. Subscribe to the podcast. Share the podcast as well on social media, all those good things. You can find that on the website as well and share it through iTunes or Google Play or whatnot. And as always, you can reach out to him at his office in Kansas City or in Wichita, whichever one is convenient for you. The main office is in Overland Park, and you can call him at 913 257 91. That's 913-257-3991. Then they can also get you set up to talk with uh, Wichita as well. You can call that number at 316-247-8914. That's 316-247-8914. And Kyle, I think that's going to do it this week for our podcast. Uh, hope you have a good one and, and look forward to uh, some more fun times there with the kiddo. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> that's right. Until next time, we'll see you here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt of Mocan Financial. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Mocan Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Kyle Hammerschmidt and guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. 
Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered.